Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing to get that heart touch. This a must-see feeling. The news ain't good, then it must be villain. So I say it background and I don't trust these feelings. Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air. Highest max on the cloud. Am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time. I flex my bed of Ultron, transform to DX Don. Mega and unseen. You probably think I'm nice, cause I flow like a stream to your wireless device and the smoke full of steam. On any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show tonight. It's season 13, episode 16. Tonight's show is titled, Go Away. Um, yeah, go away. (laughs) Tonight's movie reviews are gonna be, I got two of them for you. I got one, the animated little, uh movie that's doing really, really well out in the theaters right now, Trolls, and I have uh, a preview, well, a review of the other big film that came out this weekend, Arrival, and I hope that you can guess by the fact that tonight's show is called Go Away, that I did not appreciate the Arrival that came to my theater this weekend, and I'd rather it just go away. <laughs> so, um, welcome everybody to the show once again. We are broadcasting uh, on the road. It is the Douglas, Arizona Red Dragons Radio Studios here tonight. Working out of town. Uh, it is a Monday night. You know, I typically do the show on Sunday nights when I knew I'd be out of town today doing some extra work and I figured you know what it's always a good time to bang out an episode while I'm here at the hotel so broadcasting from the Red Dragons Radio Studios make sure you go to reddragonsradio.com check out all the greatest uh, latest and greatest podcasts that are on the web over on there, uh, including a lot, including ours, of course, am I on the air, am I still on the air, the People's Forum, this week with the Geek, um, you know, we got a lot, the Indie Sports Car Podcast, we have Way Off Topic with Frank and Pez, um, we have Moose Radio, uh, Pro Wrestling Radio, um, so there is a lot going on over on Red Dragons Radio, definitely head on over, check it out, King Falls AM, another massively big um, internet podcast that's available on Red Dragons Radio. Go ahead and follow on Red Dragons Radio on Twitter so you always know what's going down with the latest and greatest of the bus podcast out there. But tonight you're here for Am I on the Air? You're here to get caught up to speed in the latest and greatest in entertainment news, and that's what I'm here for. I get you caught up every week so you know what's going on. So then when you hear people. In your real life, you know, you might be at work, you might be at school, and you hear somebody say some kind of nonsense about, you know, a TV show or about a movie, and they say, oh yeah, you know, um, Han Solo's going to come back in episode 8. You could be like, um, no he's not, because I listen to Am I on the Air, and Don Mega never told me about that, so it's not true. Uh, that's what I like to do here, because I do it a lot in my own personal life. I come across people every day that try to drop entertainment knowledge on me, and I'm like, um, no, son, check your facts. And that's why you're here, to check your facts, and I'm here to regulate your facts and let you know what's going on. We had a lot going on in the last week, so before we get jump into the news, let's, of course, do our movie reviews. I'm going to start off with Trolls, because Trolls actually came out a couple weeks ago. Um, I was going to see it opening weekend, um, my daughter is two, she's about to turn three, so happy early birthday there, baby girl, you hear her voice at the beginning of every show, and at the end of every show, when she says, hi dad dad, and then bye dad dad, at the end, 
Bye, Daddy. <laughs> my my love of my life, right there. Um, but um, you know, she's about to turn three. But she she really wanted to see trolls, man. She was all about it. But she wasn't very good in daycare last week, and uh, as a punishment, we did not go to the movie. So she had a really good week in daycare this week. So we took her to see trolls. Uh, actually yesterday, and um, it's a cute little movie, man, you know, I'm not big into these animated films, I've always told you guys, it's just, it's not my thing, man, I'm trying to get more and more into it just because of my daughter, she's starting to get into that age now where she wants to go to the movies, she knows about it, she sees the commercials, she's, she asked to go see it, she knows, you know, I gotta be quiet, you know, it's like, yes you do, uh, the only downer is that she won't sit in the damn movie theater seats because, you know, they kind of recline too much, uh, so she doesn't feel comfortable, so she has to sit in my lap the entire time, which is, you know, it's, it, it, it's great for the first 20 minutes and then about after that you're like okay do you want to sit down or maybe switch to another knee or <laughs> what do you want to do here uh but but she really enjoyed trolls uh the whole family went yesterday and it was cute man you know anna kendrick does the voice of uh, poppy the main troll and you got justin timberlake in there as branch he's one of the other trolls um it was a cute little movie man and basically the gist of it is you know you have these um these, you know, weird kind of creatures, I already forget the hell the name that they called them in the movie, but they're these weird kind of gnomes, and they think that the only way they can be happy is to eat trolls. Seriously, I was like, damn, this is the way we're going to kick this movie off? We're already killing the trolls by eating them? Um, And basically, the trolls escape. And it's this whole journey of trying to get the trolls back. The trolls get captured, and we go on a journey to rescue the trolls. Um, but it's, it, like I said, it's very cute. It's very charming. It's got some good songs in it. It's, it's almost like a little musical. Uh, they break into song very often in the same. And, um, you know, like I said, for a kid's movie, it was it was a lot of fun. It wasn't, like, great, like, Lego movie or, like, Megamind or, like, some of these other animated films that come out in the past couple of years. But um, but I really appreciated it for what it was, and like I said, the main thing was that my daughter was happy walking out of it, and she was. So, uh, out of five stars, I would give Trolls three out of five. It was good, and if you got kids, I say definitely take them to check out Trolls. Alright, so that's Trolls. Coming up next, like I said, I'm going to be talking Arrival. So, I've been looking very forward to this movie. Since I saw the first trailer, I was like, damn... This movie looks really tight. Um, you know, I loved everything about this trailer. I love the casting. I saw Amy Adams. I love Amy Adams. Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker. I was like, all right, all right. Directed by Denny Villeneuve, who, of course, did Prisoners, which I loved. He also did Sicario, which I didn't love that much, but was still an okay movie. I was like, all right. And then the early press reviews started coming in. And this movie had a whopping 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, 100%. And I was like, oh my god, this movie's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, in the days leading up to watching this, I watched a couple non-spoiler reviews. And people were saying, man, it's just such a good movie. You know, it's not a big action movie. It's not that type of, you know, it's about an alien invasion. But they're saying it's not that type of alien invasion. Don't go into this thinking you're going to see, like, Independence Day. You know? Like, it's a, it's a thinking man sci-fi. Um, you know, it, it's not a big action movie. And I said, okay. So I had my expectations set. I, I knew what I was getting into. Went and saw this opening night. And I did not like it. I did not like it at all. Now, this movie is no longer at 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Last I checked, it was at like 92. So still very, very high. Um, But I just didn't like it. I knew what I was getting into. Because I've already had several people joke at me saying like, well, not enough explosions for you. And I guess it doesn't have enough explosions for me. Because this movie bored the ever-loving shit out of me. It just did. Um, I fell asleep multiple times in it, Uh, nothing against the acting, everybody, like I said, going into it, Amy Adams and all them, did an excellent job, Amy Adams was phenomenal in this, directed very well, it looked very good, 
But man, this thing was boring as shit. I just don't get why everybody's ranting and raving about this thing. I don't. Uh, you know, I I can deal with a slow movie, but keep me interested, man. I was not interested in this at all. At all. You know, and I saw this with Geeky Pat, and when we got out of the theater, he was like, I don't know, man, I didn't really like it. He's like, I understood what they were trying to do, and I can kind of appreciate it, but I would never want to watch this movie again. And, you know, I'm glad I wasn't the only one feeling that way, you know. Um, Out of five stars, I would give this one a two, you know, like two out of five. Uh, You know, I almost want to give it a one, but you know what, I will give it a two, just because, like I said, it's directed very well, Um, the cinematography is excellent, the, you know, acting is just great, Um, it looks pretty, but overall, this was not what I was hoping to get out of this film, (laughs) like I said, even with a lowered expectation, I was still walking out of this thing super disappointed, so... I hate to break it to you, but you know what? Don't take my word for it, uh, because obviously 93% of critics love this thing, so, you know, I guess this is this is just one of those one-offs that sometimes I walk out of a movie theater and I think, where did I go wrong as a critic? Where did I go wrong as a reviewer that <laughs> I didn't like this movie at all when everyone else is ranting and raving about it? But, like I said, I'm glad Geeky Pat didn't like it either. Um, there's another friend of mine that went and saw it and he didn't like it either. So, you know, I don't seem to be, you know, too much in the minority. I think the fan uh, rating on this is a lot lower than the critic one. Um, but yeah, so two out of five for me, it's just okay. Um, so there you go, two movies and I ended up liking Trolls more than Arrival. Who would have ever thunk that one? So once again, Trolls three out of five and Arrival two out of five. All right. Um, I did also see Doctor Strange again for a second time, once again in IMAX 3D, and it was awesome. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Um, I love Doctor Strange. Me and Geeky Pad, after we left Arrival, we said, damn, we should have just watched (laughs) Doctor Strange again. Now, that's a movie. Um, So, yeah, that's still a 5 out of 5 for me, man. I love it. So, uh, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, Mr. Doctor, go check out that one, because it's all about Doctor Strange and everything. So, uh, do we do we do it? So, that is our two movie reviews. Let's get into our news, movie and TV news of the week. Um, Last week's show, I talked about a lot of different characters returning to the Marvel Netflix world for the Defenders, and we're going to add another name to that list, and this is a good one here. Elodie Young is returning as Elektra in the Defenders. That's awesome. I thought for sure they would hold off on her and save her for Daredevil Season 3. If you've seen Daredevil Season 2, you know what I'm talking about, but they're bringing her back on the Defenders, and that is awesome. I'm super jazzed up about that one, so very cool return. Uh, Matt Smith says that he would consider returning to Doctor Who, so there you go for all you Doctor Who fans out there, that's pretty cool. Um, The Affair, Season 3, we have your first teaser trailer available, Season 3 premieres next Sunday, November 20th, my daughter's birthday, Um, but if you have Showtime On Demand or uh, the Showtime app, you can actually watch the Season 3 premiere right now, they're streaming it early, I actually watched it last night. It's a good season premiere. We time jump again, so be prepared for that, because <laughs> they didn't really advertise that it was time jumping. Uh, the second season did a big time jump, so kind of crazy that we time jumped again for season three. So, uh, But it's still a very good show, man. If you haven't seen The Affair on Showtime, definitely one to go binge watch and catch up. It is really, really good. We have your first season two teaser trailer for Humans uh, over from the AMC channel. We have the first season six trailer for Homeland, another big Showtime show there. We have your first look at Mozart in the Jungle season three from over on Amazon. Um, we got some premiere dates for you: Man Seeking Women and uh, Man Seeking Woman, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Both those shows are returning on FXX on January 4th. So that's when you can see those Season 2 premieres. Jurassic World 2 has just added some cast members. They've added Toby Jones and Rafi Spall to the roster there. So some good additions for Jurassic World 
2. I don't know what the official title of the movie is going to be. I doubt it's Jurassic World 2, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, CBS is eyeing a Big Bang Theory spinoff focused on a young Sheldon. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. Uh, I am a big, big, big Bang Theory fan. Um, I really like the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon is an awesome character that I really, really dig. But would I want a spinoff with a young version of Sheldon? I don't think I do. (laughs) So, this is kind of a weird one for me. Um, We'll have to wait and see. Nothing's confirmed. They're just in talks right now. I don't see the need for a spinoff, but, you know, it makes big ratings, so they're probably going to try to capitalize on it. Uh, Here's some news that I know everybody's geeking out about, and I don't really understand why, because I've never watched it, but Young Justice is returning for Season 3. The day that this was announced, the internet exploded, and I was asking uh, Friggins, actually, um, over from the People's Forum, uh, I said, is it really this big of a deal? And he's like, yeah, Season 1 and 2 is really good, and um, it just... I I don't even know if I've even ever heard of Young Justice. I think I've passed it maybe once or twice on Netflix. But I've never heard anyone talk about this show. And then all of a sudden Season 3 is announced and everybody's losing their shit saying, like, this is amazing, greatest news ever. So I guess it's a really cool cartoon. Obviously it's uh, superheroes like Superman and a female Martian Manhunter and a female Green Arrow and Robin and a Flash and some other dude. Um, that looks like a flamboyant um, uh, he looks like uh, Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man I don't know who that is Uh, maybe it's Mr. Terrific (laughs) I don't know but uh, Young Justice is returning for season 3 so there you go for all you Young Justice fans out there whomever you are Um, there's a new movie coming out called Beautiful Things and um, they just hired on Margot Robbie to play a mother protecting her son from a shooter at the zoo so Margot Robbie joins Beautiful Things. Man, this chick, she, I'm going to, you know, like how we have rock rolls. Uh, we're going to have to start Margot Robbie rolls. Uh, uh, because she's starting to bust them out as much, as fast as The Rock is, man. It's, it's crazy out there. Margot Robbie is on fire. So it looks like they are working on... uh, doing a remake of an American werewolf in London. I know some people are torn on this one, but I think it's a pretty cool idea. And the cool thing about it um, is that John Landis, who did the original film, his son is working on the remake. Yes, he is, his son Max Landis is writing and will be directing this remake. So I think that's pretty cool. Keep it in the family. Uh, So yeah, man, let's do it. I think it's pretty tight. Alright, let's see here. Stranger Things Season 2. The cast is expanding. They're currently filming and they just added Sean Astin and Paul Reiser to the cast. So those are a couple pretty cool and unique additions to um, Stranger Things Season 2. I like it, man. Uh, Let's see here. We have in our beautiful segment of Everything Wrong With, which we do on a weekly basis, we have Everything Wrong With X-Men Apocalypse in 20 minutes or less. Uh, In our Honest Trailer category, we have Honest Trailer for Independence Day Resurgence. Oh yeah, I've been waiting for that one. And they uh, break it down pretty damn well. Uh, Deathstroke actor Joe Manganiello talks the Batman and Ben Affleck. He says that he met up with Ben Affleck and they talked about the movie and he's so excited for it. He says, you know, Ben explains it. It's going to be this gritty, dark, action-heavy movie. And, uh, man, it just continues to get me excited for the Batman. Um... And some funny, you know, I always like to see casting news of people that have tried to audition and didn't get parts, or people that got offered parts and then decided not to take it, stuff like that. Well, Eddie Redmayne, who of course is coming up in next week's Fantastic Beast movie, um, Eddie Redmayne revealed that he auditioned to play Kylo Ren in Star Wars, so that's pretty interesting. And I'm glad he didn't get it, because if you've seen Jupiter Ascending, I could just imagine Eddie Redmayne as Kylo Ren. (laughs) Like I said, you'll get it if you saw Jupiter Ascending. Um, 
we got an article up talking about Dr. Strange's timeline. You can check that out, and hopefully maybe it'll shine a little bit of light for you. People are confused, <laughs> and very well so. But you know what? The thing is, is that there's a lot of speculation, but we do not have an official breakdown from Marvel as to when exactly this timeline is. If there's one negative thing to really talk about with Dr. Strange is that you don't have any sense of timing in the movie from when he gets in his accident to when he goes over you know, and starts training to when he's done training is, you know, is a year gone by is six months gone by. What is the time frame there? You know, when he gets in his car accident, is that before the events of winter soldier? Is that after the events of winter soldier? Is it, you know, like it just, there's a lot to talk about and this article is pretty cool. It kind of dissects it down. So check that out if you're interested. Uh, Johnny Depp, we talked about on last week's show, maybe it was the couple weeks ago show, that Johnny Depp has been added to the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them sequel. Well, we've now been able to confirm that Johnny Depp is playing Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Um, also Dumbledore will be returning, um, in the sequel. So, there you have it. Um, I am not a Harry Potter person. I don't know who Grindelwald is. But hopefully you guys are happy with the fact that Johnny Depp is playing the new version of Grindelwald. Tom Cruise is returning as Ethan Hunt. Tom Cruise will be returning as Ethan Hunt in the summer of 2018. Uh, Paramount and Skydance Media have set a summer 2018 Mission Impossible 6 release date. So pretty cool to have that locked down. In um, shocker news of the week, not, um, Fifty Shades Darker has officially been rated R for strong erotic sexual content. There you go. Uh, The official breakdown is that it has been officially rated R by the MPAA for strong erotic sexual content, some graphic nudity, and language. Language. Watch your language. So there you go. As in case you didn't know why the Fifty Shades of Grey sequel was rated R. Uh, there was a show called Dead of Summer. Well, now it's been canceled after just one season. I don't. I, I couldn't even explain it to you. I don't know. I've never heard of a show called Dead of Summer. I have no idea what channel this is on, but it's been canceled. So maybe one person out there that's listening to this will be like, no! But uh, for the rest of you, you'll probably be doing the same thing I am and going, what the fuck is Dead of Summer? Um, in another show that's been canceled, and I'm pretty saddened by this, even though I haven't watched the show yet, and I'm probably a part of this problem, uh, but I do have every intention to watch it, and I still probably will check it out because of supporting. Um, Haley Atwell's new show, Conviction, has been canceled by ABC. It's one of the first new shows that's getting the axe. Um, and it's unfortunate. Haley Atwell is gorgeous. She was an awesome Miss Carter, Peggy Carter, Agent Carter uh, for Marvel. Um, Agent Carter ran for two seasons, got canceled, and Miss Atwell jumped over to Conviction. And I actually, I watched the trailers and I was like, this looks pretty cool. I'll check it out. It looks like something my wife would like. And, you know, it was on Hulu and I bookmarked it, added it to my queue, and I said, let's watch Conviction. And. Although we haven't started it yet, like I said, it's still in my queue and I still plan to watch it, because I still think it looks like a decent show, but unfortunately, nobody else thought to tune in and watch the damn thing, and that's unfortunate once again, so Haley Atwell's conviction has been cancelled by ABC. Uh, We have your first set photos of Will Smith on set for David Ayer's new movie Bright, which is coming to Netflix next year. Uh, we finally got confirmation. Now, we knew Michael Keaton was going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming, and we all knew he was probably going to be the villain. Some people were hoping maybe he was going to be the new J. Jonah Jameson. Um, but the big speculation since he got hired was that he was going to be playing the Vulture. Well, now it's been confirmed, as uh, Kevin Feige from Marvel has confirmed that Michael Keaton is playing the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, This is cool, man. I like it. I dig it. Um, Vulture is an interesting villain. We have not seen the Vulture uh, in the MCU yet, so it's unique to bring him in. 
And what I like about it is there's some concept art of what the vulture looks like, and his wings look a lot like falcons. And when and I like that they're tying in all the technology, you know, like to bring everything together in one cohesive unit, which is what Marvel does best. And um, you know, so it looks like a very cool modified tech suit rather than just the dude flopping around like a big bird like in the comics. So hopefully they'll make the Vulture a pretty cool villain. Um, And Michael Keaton is awesome, so it's good to have his confirmation that he is playing um, the Vulture. Now, this news came out about uh, the other side of the Marvel Universe, which is the 20th Century Fox version. And uh, yes, they're struggling getting Deadpool 2 off the road now that the director has left the project. They're still looking for a new director. But one thing they've said is that they're going to already start planning Deadpool 3. Yes, they're already in the planning stages of the third Deadpool, and they haven't even started filming the second one yet. So Deadpool 3 is in the stages. Uh, One of the things they said they want to add to Deadpool 3 is the introduction of the X-Force. So that's pretty cool. They want to bring the X-Force in. um, And uh, I like it. You know, we're going to introduce a couple people from X-Force into this thing, like um, um, Domino and like Cable, you know, so you have the introduction to a couple people from X-Force, and then you bring the whole team full circle come uh, Deadpool 3. So I like it. Um, The article also goes on to state that they're looking to possibly reboot the X-Men franchise. Now, the thing that throws everything off, as far as the X-Men franchise rebooting, is is that the article states that they are keeping in mind that they might bring back Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, and James McAvoy. But they're listing that that they're looking into doing a reboot. So to me, this is very confusing. Because you don't reboot... You don't reboot the damn franchise... And then keep three of the people that are from the previous version. It just doesn't make sense. If you're going to reboot, and you're going to redo the damn thing, then reboot the damn thing. Start from scratch. Start from scratch. Hire all new people. Bring in everybody fresh. And reboot the damn franchise. If not, then that is not a reboot if you're going to continue on with three leads like Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, and Jennifer Lawrence. So, it's a little frustrating. What would I personally like? I personally, I think I personally at this point would maybe like a reboot. And this is funny coming from me because my original thought when this all first came out and the article first dropped was... No, let's continue. At the end of X-Men Apocalypse, we have a brand new team together. Right? We have our new Cyclops. We have our new Storm. We have our new Jean Grey. We have Jubilee. We have a new Nightcrawler. We have our core X-Men base. So let's continue with that. Let's give them a chance to shine in the next movie. But the more I think about it, and the more I close my eyes, and I really process the thought, let's end it. And let's reboot fresh. I like that idea better. And I'll tell you why. In March, it will be Logan. Logan will drop. It's set in the future. It's got Wolverine himself, Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Professor X coming back. The franchise has gone full circle. It has, it has been around and has gone on for 16 years. 17 years by the time Logan comes out. Alright? This franchise started with Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. Let's end it with Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. And let's close the book on the Brian Singer saga. I never thought I would say that because I really love all those films, but you know what? This franchise started in the year 2000. You had X-Men, 
X-Men 1, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. You had um, the Wolverine Origins. We had X-Men First Class. We had, X- we had X-Men Days of Future Past. We had the Wolverine. We had X-Men Apocalypse. And now we got Logan coming. Let's close the book. Let's move on from this. And start fresh. Hugh Jackman is done. This is the last time he's going to be Wolverine. Patrick Stewart's son. This is the last time he's going to be Professor X. I love James McAvoy as Professor X. I think Michael Fassbender is amazing as Magneto. But I think it might be time. We've basically did a set of movies, soft rebooted, and then connected them all, which was more than I ever could have asked for. So at this point, if you're going to reboot, reboot. If they decide to continue on and use the same cast, more power to you, let's keep it rocking and rolling. But the continuity is getting really out of control here. Fox has always had issues with this, and now with the Wolver- with Logan coming out, set in 2024 or whatever, it's not really keeping up with what you know we thought we saved in Days of Future Past. I mean, we're all over the place. So, I say reboot. We'll see what ends up happening. Fox is still trying to figure it out. And of course, as soon as we know anything specific, I will let you all know. (laughs) Alright? So there's my plea for the Fox franchise. And we'll keep things moving on here. Going back to Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Tom Holland reveals that he has a six-film contract. Supposedly three films are for solo Spider-Man movies, and the other three are for Marvel crossover films, like he did in Civil War. Uh, Zendaya, who is also in the movie, she opens up about her character Michelle, which some of us still think she's not playing Michelle, and she's actually Mary Jane, Uh, but she comes out and she says, you know what, my character is really new and special, and she's actually not a love interest, so that is unique. Uh, because I don't buy it. (laughs) I think she's completely lying and trying to throw everybody off the trail. I think she is Mary Jane, and she will be the love interest of the film, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't think you bring on somebody like Zendaya and make her the female lead and then have her not be a love interest, unless they're completely just trying to ignore the whole love interest aspect for this movie, which, hey, they could because that's what all the other Spider-Man films are about, so maybe they want to do something different. We will see. All right? So, getting back to things, the Pacific Rim sequel has officially begun production, and the film has, uh, the new title has been officially revealed as it will be called Pacific Rim Maelstrom, okay? So that is what the sequel will be called. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch plays a surprising second character in Doctor Strange. Here's a little Did You Know segment. Um, the main, you know, I'm not even going to really call this a spoiler alert. I mean, this character's in the movie. He's a villain. His name is Dormammu, right? Dormammu is a CG kind of character. And uh, it's funny because Benedict Cumberbatch actually plays Dormammu. Uh, in the film, and his voice is mixed with another actor's voice, and that became the voice of the character. They didn't want to just use Benedict's because they said his voice was too distinguished, and they didn't want to make him sound like Doctor Strange, so they kind of mixed that aspect up. But he also, he, but he did all the motion capture uh, CG work there for um, Dormammu. So pretty interesting. Uh, you know, the the director said, "Hey, you know, he was schmog in the um, you know Hobbit films, so why not?" So you know, I. I found that to be pretty interesting, so think about that next time you watch the movie. Uh, Jillian Jacobs has joined Disney's Magic Camp. Um, She's joined the cast of the Walt Disney Pictures live-action comedy Magic Camp. film also stars Adam Devine and Jeffrey Tambor. Election Night draws 71.4 million viewers just shy of a ratings record. The CW has ordered more episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. I believe they've ordered four more episodes, so it's doing really well in the ratings. Let's see here. Bear with me. 
We have the brand new second trailer for Collateral Beauty, uh, the new film starring Will Smith, Karen Knightley, Kate Winslet, a bunch of other people. Uh, this first trailer, man, killed me, dude. I mean, it brought me to tears like every time I watched it. Something very emotional about this movie. This second trailer, not as emotional, but still pretty emotional. <laughs> uh, I want to see this movie really bad, but I'm like, man, am I going to cry through this whole thing? I don't know what it is about this film. But, man, like I said, you know, I, I, well, I do know what it is about this film. Will Smith has lost his little girl. Um, she passed away in this movie, and he's struggling to find happiness. And like I said, I have a daughter. She's two. She's about to be three. And I could not imagine in a million years losing her. And if I did, I can imagine being sunk into a battle of depression very bad like Will Smith's character is. So I know why this thing affects me. And it just looks like an amazing movie, and I can't wait to see it. So check out that new second trailer for Collateral Beauty. Uh, they also dropped the first trailer for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. This is a new sci-fi movie um, that is directed by the guy that did um, The Fifth Element So uh, and Lucy. So uh, I know a lot of people love The Fifth Element. Not too many people like Lucy. I thought Lucy was okay until the last like half hour of it, and then they just went to shit. Um, but, you know, this guy knows sci-fi, and this looks like a very big sci-fi Star Wars Avatar-looking movie. Um, you know, the the vibe I got off of it was very Jupiter Ascending. Now, say what you will about that. A lot of people didn't like Jupiter Ascending. I actually really did. So, I thought the trailer looked pretty damn cool. Very interesting to me. I'm going to take a drink here, so get, bear with me a sec. Thank you. Uh, excuse me. All right. So, Valerian. Check out that trailer and see what you think. Uh, let's see here. We got your first look at King Kong from Kong Skull Island. Uh, he looks pretty awesome. The first uh, big full trailer for this will be debuting later this week, so keep your eyes out on our Twitter and Facebook page from when that drops. You know I'll have it up for you. We have the new trailer for Solace, a new thriller starring Colin Farrell and uh, Anthony Hopkins. Kristen Wiig is set to host Saturday Night Live on November 19th, so she'll be on this upcoming weekend's episode. I love Kristen Wiig, so that'll be awesome. PBS plans to... Uh, great British baking show spinoff marathons. Okay. The USA Network will chronicle the murder investigations of the notorious B.I.G. and Tupac in a new series, Pilot. We have a new uh, international trailer for Star Wars Rogue One, um, which shows some more Darth Vader, so check that one out if you're interested. Um, Fox Animation is blan- uh, planning on bringing... Um, I'm sorry, I don't want to mess up her name, but, um, uh, I'm going to have to look it up, sorry. I really don't want to misspell her name, because what she actually, um, tweeted us about this project, um, Margaret Dillaway. She, uh, Margaret Dillaway, um, their, uh, Fox Animation is looking on bringing her adaptation, Momo Taro, to the big screen. And um, she's super excited about it. And when we posted the news, she actually tweeted back at us talking about how excited she was that this feature was getting made. So I thought that was pretty cool. So shout out to her. You can follow her on Twitter at M-D-I-L-L-O-W-A-Y. Thanks a lot for the love. You can see the new Underworld Blood Wars trailer, um, which looks awesome. I cannot wait for it. Uh, We have the first photos of the four-part CW superhero crossover series. Definitely check that one out. I'm so excited for when that comes. We've revealed the brand new Beauty and the Beast poster. So check that. Uh, Jessica Chastain, my beautiful princess here. Um, Pale princess. (laughs) Uh, They are adapting the comic book Painkiller Jane into a movie, and Jessica Chastain has signed on to headline the upcoming movie. So that is awesome. She is going to be Painkiller Jane. So I, I, I need to know more about this character. Friggins, when you listen to this episode, text me. Let me know about Painkiller Jane. But uh, I love the addition of Jessica Chastain playing her. 
Fifty First Dates director Peter Segal is tackling a new high-concept rom-com called Holidays, um, which is based on... Um, it's a Craigslist ad. Um, it's a p- comedy that's based on a Craigslist ad. This sounds really crazy. We're just going to have to check it out, but I, I think it might turn out to be something pretty damn funny. Um, <laughs> in more movies getting turned into TV shows that don't really need it, Blue Crush. <laughs> yes, remember that surfing movie, Blue Crush, with the girls? Um, it's becoming a TV show. <laughs> uh, NBC is turning Blue Crush into a TV series. I got nothing else to say on that. Um, we have the brand new second trailer for Ben Affleck's new directorial movie, Live By Night. It's his new gangsta film that comes out next year. Um, check out the trailer. Brand new trailer for that one. 27 animated films have been sub- submitted for consideration in the animated feature film category for the Oscars. That's crazy. I don't even remember 27 animated films being released this year, but I guess everybody is trying <laughs> to get their movie nominated. Uh, Robert Redford says that he'll retire from acting after just two more films. So get ready to say goodbye to him. Penelope Cruz has joined Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express. He is really building this movie up, man. Uh, Because this is... We've been doing a lot of casting news on this movie over the past couple weeks. And he's got some big names on there. Um, Nice addition of Penelope Cruz. Star Wars Episode Nine will be shot on large format 65mm film. So very special recording there of the ninth Star Wars film. The Harley Quinn movie and Bumblebee spin-off film have hired screenwriters to get things going. Christina Hodson, um, who is working right now in the Bumblebee spin-off, she will then pen Warner Brothers' um, Harley Quinn movie, which they're now saying, and we kind of speculated this, we talked about it before, that it will be more of a Birds of Prey movie featuring Harley Quinn and focus on a lot of the female heroes of the DC Universe. So... Hey, man, we might get Batgirl and all kinds of cool shit. Catwoman. Um, this is going to be very interesting to see what they end up coming up with for this Harley Quinn spinoff film. Uh, but good to hear the screenwriters are working hard on this one. We have the new Season 1 promo for Tom Hardy's new FX series, Taboo. Season 1, you can check that out. Uh, bad news for Crudes fans, if there's any Crudes fans out there that are just still waiting for their sequel to come. Well... You're going to have to keep waiting because it ain't coming. The Creed sequel is not moving forward at DreamWorks Animation. I don't understand why. Even though, I mean, I didn't even see Crude's and I could care less about a sequel. But this is a weird process that went on with this film. They announced that this movie came out like, what, two years ago? Two or three years ago. And then they announced that there was going to be a sequel a couple years later. And then the sequel got pushed back. And then it got pushed back again. And now the studio's just saying, nah, we're not going to do it. We're done. And I don't understand where that came from. Like, why do they not want to move forward with it? This movie made like $500 million in it, uh, worldwide. I don't understand the need to just pull the plug all of a sudden. This thing got so popular that there, there's actually a series on Netflix that they did a couple seasons on. So... I don't get it, I don't understand, but I wasn't a big Crude's person, so I'm not going to cry over it, but no more Crude's sequel. Um, so we got some release dates. Rampage, the movie starring my man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, it's Rock Rolls uh, time. His new movie, Rampage, which is based, yes, on the video game from the 80s, uh, has been set. We got a release date for it. It's coming to theaters on April 20th, 2018. So that means they're going to probably start getting ready to film this baby here in the next couple months. So I'm excited about Rampage, dude. I think this movie's going to be incredible. So Rampage, based on the classic Midway arcade game, uh, is coming to theaters on April 20th. Another movie has been dated, and that is A Star is Reborn, which is a remake starring Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Um, Bradley Cooper, this is also going to be his directorial debut. So, Bradley Cooper starring, directing, and also bringing on Lady Gaga. Originally, this was supposed to be Beyonce. 
but she dropped out, and then he got Gaga. So, A Star is Born is set to be released on September 28th, 2018. So, a couple release dates for you. Um, now, there's some conflicting news on this, so I'm going to read it, but I'm also going to preface this. A big article came out over the weekend saying that, you know, we already talked about it, that Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, they've announced that they're going to do five movies, right? Which I'm like, stupid. Your first movie hasn't even come out yet, and you're already telling me you're making five of these things? I think it's bad enough when they announce a trilogy early in advance, let alone five films. But the director of the first movie, David Yates, who they've already signed on to do the second film, an article came out saying that David Yates has been locked up, he's going to direct all five movies, and that the five movies is going to span over 19 years when everything's said and done in this world. But then an article came out today saying that maybe it's true, maybe it's not true. They're not confirming or denying now that David Yates is making all five films. As a matter of fact, David Yates went on record today and stated, I like to just take it one movie at a time. So I don't know if like someone got in trouble for announcing he was doing all five, or he got cold feet. I don't know. So he might be doing all five, and he might not. I don't know what news to really go with for you. But, um... You know, it's an interesting one, and like I said, he says he likes to take it one movie at a time, and right now he's working on the second film, and uh, we'll see what happens, right? So, there you go on that. Uh, I announced a long time ago that the Freeform channel was going to be doing Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. Um, Well, now they've announced that they did hire a showrunner, but they've delayed the show. Uh, The show will no longer debut in 2017, and will now debut in 2018, So, you're going to have to hold off a little bit longer for Cloak and Dagger. Which, being that it's on the Freeform channel, I'm willing to hold on. Uh, Jurassic World 2 is set to begin filming in March. Once again, if you're interested in signing up for Hulu, which I think Hulu is amazing, and you can watch all your latest primetime shows 24 hours after they air. Uh, You can even watch them commercial-free. Uh, you can get a, a couple-week free subscription by clicking on my link and checking out Hulu. I did post a link on our Twitter page a couple days ago. Find the link, click it, and sign up for Hulu. Try it out. Uh, I'd like to give you a free trial. So there you go uh, for Hulu. We have the brand-new first official trailer for Ghost in the Shell. Now, I'm not a big anime fan. I think I watched this once as a kid. Um, I don't know much about it, but this was a pretty cool trailer. This looks like some pretty awesome sci-fi, and Scarlett Johansson is so fine and looks awesome in this trailer, uh, especially in a suit that looks like she's running around naked. So, I loved it. This is a really cool trailer. It looks like they're staying very faithful to the source material, so check out the brand new Ghost in the Shell movie trailer that just dropped yesterday. Very, very new right there. Um... Let's see. Doctor Strange added another 103 million globally this past weekend to its official total, so it's it's just killing it right now. Um, it also did something really cool at the box office yesterday. It only dropped like 40% from week one to week two, which is something very, very special. I think they said it was the third lowest drop in Marvel history. Um, because it's usually a big drop, because the Marvel films open up so big, and then that second week they can't keep up, so they slow down. But because the first week it opened to 85 mil, it, it you know, did almost, you know, half that um, over the weekend. So, I mean, it less than a 50% drop, which was pretty incredible for a movie like Doctor Strange. So, congratulations to Doctor Strange just killing it again. We also, uh, speaking of Ghost in the Shell, we also have the new official poster for it. Check it out on our Instagram. Are you following us yet on Instagram? You should. Uh, check it out over there. Just search Am I on the Air. 
Congratulations to Bon Jovi, who scored their sixth number one album with This House Is Not For Sale, the new number one album on the Billboard charts. Uh, Disney has notched its best box office year on record. We talked about this uh, like on last week's show, that they were so close, and we knew once Doctor Strange came out they were going to kill it. And they did, and they still got Moana to come out, and they still got Star Wars Rogue One. Disney is killing it when it comes to a box office. Um, Dave Chappelle's uh, post-election SNL episode reaches a season-high rating. So congratulations to SNL. Um, I watched this episode really good. It was great to see Dave Chappelle back. We haven't seen him in years. He did a really cool Walking Dead sketch where he played Negan, and he basically was looking to murder one of his Chappelle show characters. Um, Hilarious stuff right there. Pretty cool to see a sketch comedy person bring their original concept into another sketch comedy show like SNL. Um, This was a really cool episode. SNL's been really funny this season. They've really been on a high, and I'm glad to see them doing well. This episode was our highest rated episode since like 2013. So that is really, really cool for them. Um, we got some big trailers that dropped today. We have the brand new uh, Jackie trailer, which of course starring Natalie Portman. We have the new official second trailer for Patriot's Day, which I'll say the first official full trailer, because the first Patriot's Day trailer was just like, um, it was more of a, just a teaser, nothing really happened, whereas this is the first full trailer. And of course the big surprise of today was the first official trailer for Beauty and the Beast. Yes, the new live action Beauty and the Beast, starring Emma Watson and Dan Stevens, Luke Evans. Um, drop this morning, check that out, we got them all posted up for you, and of course, don't forget to go to amiontheair.com, click on the trailers tab, and check out all the latest trailers, uh, but some big ones dropping this morning, right there, um, we also got some more, um, promos, we got Into the Badlands Season 2 teaser, uh, from the AMC TV show, uh, another Taboo trailer with Tom Hardy for FX, um, Let's see here. Let's go back to uh, some rock rolls. Uh, <laughs> one of the biggest rock rolls they could possibly do, and this has been a big thing going around these past couple of days since the election. Uh, the Rock. Uh, they asked him, hey, would you ever run for president? And he said, I wouldn't rule it out. Um, you know, The Rock is so great. And a lot of people wrote him into their ballot. And uh, I've seen pictures of, like, protesters and stuff. And this is before the election and of it being like, you know, we want The Rock. And, you know, vote Rock and all this kind of stuff. Hilarious. So, um, hey, man, you never know if uh, the, the Rock might run for president. He's got my vote. So... <laughs> Um, in some more TV pickups, uh, CBS announced today that they've ordered full seasons of The Great Indoors and Man with a Plan. So yeah, so that's cool. I mean, I'm always happy when I see shows get picked up for full seasons or get extra orders of episodes, all that kind of good stuff. Now, I'll tell you, uh, so CBS has ordered full seasons of The Great Indoors and Man with a Plan. I have not seen The Great Indoors yet. It's on my DVR. The problem is, is that for some reason my DVR did not record the pilot episode. So I have episodes two and three on my DVR right now. I don't want to watch them because I haven't seen the pilot. Um, I'm having trouble watching the pilot because this is a CBS show and CBS is very tight with their on-demand and their kind of stuff because they have their own streaming service, CBS All Access. And I'm not paying six bucks to watch this thing um, since they don't want to do a deal with Hulu or anything like that. Uh, Man with a Plan, I have been watching. Uh, This comes on after Kevin Can Wait, which I love Kevin Can Wait with Kevin James. So, I've been checking out Man with a Plan. It's not the greatest thing, but it's a cute little show. So, I'm I'm digging Man with a Plan, and I'm glad to see it get picked up for a full season. Um, The Great Indoors getting picked up for a full season gives me hope that it's actually pretty good, being that it's already been picked up after just a couple episodes. So, congratulations to those two shows there. Uh, another show has been renewed is Westworld. Westworld over on HBO has been renewed for a second season, and that will likely return in 2018. Um, on top of that, HBO has not only renewed Westworld, but they've also decided to renew Divorce and Insecure. 
Um, so there you go. So three shows renewed in advance over on HBO. Uh, Game of Thrones prequel series is still in talks. That's what HBO says. So don't give up hope on that. A Deadwood movie is still being written. That's what HBO says as well, because a lot of people still keep asking about Deadwood. Um, they are still planning to do a movie, and the movie's still being written. <clears throat> we have the new trailer for A Hundred Streets, starring Idris Elba, uh, and my beautiful princess, Gemma Ardington. Uh, so check out that trailer there. Um, Samuel Jackson, Joan Cusack, and Bradley Whitford have joined Brie Larson's new movie, Unicorn Store. Uh, Unicorn Store is going to be her directorial debut, so great cast additions there for Brie Larson. Scarlett Johansson is set to star in a new George Clooney-produced thriller called Tangerine. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Disney announces a Wrinkle in Time release date with a Mannequin Challenge. So this Mannequin Challenge thing is going crazy viral. Um, And in it, you see a copy of the script, and the script says April 6th, 2018. So a very sneaky way to sneak in the release date for Wrinkle in Time. So there you go, official release date. Um, April 6, 2018 for that one. That's a highly anticipated movie there. On last week's show, we talked about the possibility of Don't Breathe director Fede Alvarez, um, that he, uh, who also did the um, Evil Dead remake, that Fede, uh, he was in negotiations to direct the new Girl with the Dragon Tattoo sequel, um, and... Uh, called The Girl in the Spider's Web. So that was the uh, rumor. Well, now it's been confirmed directly by Fede himself. Uh, he said, yes, I am doing it. It is my next project. We're going to be doing The Girl with the Spider's Web. That is awesome. He also confirmed in this interview that he's going to be doing a Don't Breathe Two, yes, you knew it when you watched the end of the movie, even as ridiculous as it was that we were probably going to be getting a sequel to this thing, and sure enough, we are. So uh, he says that he doesn't have a date or when they're going to start doing the Don't Breathe sequel, but he says they're figuring out the script, and he says he definitely will be back to direct that one. So I love it. Um, SNL star Michael Shea, who, um, he is doing All Lives Matter, it's his new Netflix special, and we have the new trailer, check that out. Michael Green is set to serve as a showrunner for a Why the Last Man TV series, so that's pretty cool, finally gonna get that. Happy, yes, Sci-Fi is doing a new show called Happy, which is based on the comic book by Grant Morrison. And uh, Chris Maloney is set to headline Sci-Fi's Happy Pilot. So there you go, some cool additions there. We have the new Wolverine poster that you can check out. Um, Tim Story uh, is getting ready to direct a new Corduroy movie based on the um, children's book. The, you know, the little bear. The little bear. And, uh, And last but not least news. Yes, our last piece of news here is kind of a big one. And, um, it's one that I'm a little shocked about. Now, usually, I'm the one breaking news to everybody, and, uh, Friggins actually dropped this news on me earlier today. I was busy working, and he sent me a message, and he was like, look at this, and I said, bullshit, that ain't true. (laughs) Well, it turned out to be true. And, uh, but you know what, it's kind of cool. So, here we go. Here's the official news. Marvel's Inhumans. So, yes, we all know the Inhumans. Uh, this was supposed to be a movie, that was going to be in Phase 3. It was going to be at the very end of Phase 3. Um, the movie got delayed, and then it got pulled from Phase 3. Kevin Feige said, you know, uh, we're not going to do Inhumans right now. Maybe it'll be in Phase 4. We're reevaluating. Last year, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. introduced Inhumans. They introduced how it works, how it goes down, uh, the whole nine, and introduced the whole concept of Inhumans into their TV show. Uh, it's continued into this season. Well, we were wondering... Why did it get yanked? Well, now we know. Because they're going to make it a TV show. So ABC, which I know a lot of people are going to be pissed about. They're going to say, oh man, it should have been a Netflix show. Well, ABC, who of course does Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., ABC announced today that in conjunction with IMAX theaters, they're going to be doing an Inhumans TV series. Yes. So 
let me explain. Uh, they are going to be doing an Inhuman TV series. The first two episodes are going to debut in IMAX theaters next September. This is a unique deal, one of its kind, because IMAX does not do TV shows. They do movies. And they're going to film the first two episodes in a special way and in a special format to make it almost like a mini-movie, and that's what they'll show in IMAX. Uh, Then following, uh, I don't know, later that month or in the next couple months, ABC will debut in humans on the ABC network, and it will become a new show like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you'll watch an hour episode every week. Um, That will debut September 2017. Alright, and if you were wondering, yes, the new Inhumans TV show is going to be centered on Black Bolt and his team. So, this is of course what the movie was going to be about, uh, was about the main Inhumans, Black Bolt and the royal family, um, the main Inhumans that we all know and love from the comics. Um, a lot of people were think, you know, thinking like, man, we're going to do an Inhuman show and maybe spin off Sky or, you know, uh, Quake and, and the other Inhumans we've seen from the TV show. It looks like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be kept separate uh, and this Inhuman show will focus on Black Bolt and all the main names that we know. Um, so, pretty big news there. Like I said, Inhumans coming to ABC next year and the first two episodes will be shown in IMAX theaters. Um... This is a very cool, unique deal. If you want to read the full details about it, definitely just check our Facebook and our Twitter page, and you can read the full articles breaking down uh, this whole thing right here. Okay? And uh, that will do it for the news of the week. Let's get over to new releases, and uh, we'll wrap this baby up. We're hitting right at that hour mark, that sweet spot. On DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow is Finding Dory, so you can look for that one there. In theaters this week, there's a lot hitting theaters this Friday. Of course, the big one, Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, that's what everybody's looking for. I will not be there. I am not looking for them, and I'm not looking to find them, so um, good luck to everybody with that one. Um, Manchester by the Sea, Bleed for This, The Edge of Seventeen, and Billy Lynn's Long Long Halftime Walk. Those are all hitting theaters on Friday. So, Nothing really for me this Friday, so I will not be hitting the theaters this weekend. Um, Weekend box office. Let's run it down. Coming in number 10, it's Inferno. After three weeks, it's only made $31 million. Oh, ouch. It only made $3 million this weekend, and that's a big bomb there for Inferno. Coming in number 9, is Jack Reacher Never Go Back with $3 million. Uh, coming in at number eight, it's Shut In making its debut at only number eight with three million in its debut. Ouch! Coming in at number seven, it's Tyler Perry's Boo and Medea Halloween bringing in another three point five million. Um, it's doing very well. It's already made over seventy million in four weeks. Number six is The Accountant, still bringing it in, man. I love The Accountant, such a good movie. Glad to see it's still holding in there, man. And number six, The Accountant brings in another four and a half million dollars, bringing its five-week total to almost seventy-eight mil. Coming in number five, it's Hacksaw Ridge, bringing in another ten million dollars. Coming in number four, it's Almost Christmas. This was a debut, bringing in fifteen million in its first week. Coming in number three, it's another debut. It's the movie that I said no thanks to, and that was Arrival. Arrival debuted at number three, actually doing really well in its debut, bringing in $24 million. They were, the studio was just hoping that it would hit 15 mil, and it did 24, so very big weekend for Arrival. Coming in number two, it was Trolls. Yes, Trolls holds on to the number two spot, bringing in another $34 million. Big, big second weekend there for Trolls. In just two weeks, bringing in almost 94 mil. And number one, once again, for its second week in a row, like I said, Doctor Strange bringing in $42 million, uh, almost 43 mil uh, in its second week, bringing its total just domestically in the U.S. to almost $153 million in just two weeks, man. Another big hit. Marvel can do no wrong, baby. Um, and that will do it, my friends. That is your show tonight. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. I am not 100% sure I will have an episode this upcoming weekend. Uh, Like I said, there's no new movies, nothing to really um, 
review. Um, also, my dad and my brother are coming out to visit from Florida, and they're going to be out here staying here for the weekend and for the next week or so. So I'm going to be pretty busy hanging with the family and doing some special time, so I don't know uh, if I can squeeze in uh, another Am I on the Air. Maybe I'll do a little special Am I Still on the Air or something with my brother while he's in town. We'll have to wait and see, but um, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. But just a little heads up there, I don't know if we'll have an episode this upcoming Sunday. But, as always, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You can follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. My official webpage is amiontheair.com. Once again, it's where you can listen to the show, listen to the Am I Still on the Airs, find all our social media links. You can watch trailers, you can look at the box office, the reviews. Everything's there, amiontheair.com. You can, of course, subscribe to us on iTunes. Look for us on iTunes. We've got a link on our webpage at miontheair.com. Uh, subscribe, download, leave a review. We would love it. Uh, if iOS and Apple's not your thing, we're, of course, available on Google Play Music. We're available on Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn. We're all over the interwebs on those platforms. And, of course, our affiliates, RedDragonsRadio.com, we're available. RedDragonsRadio.com is mobile-friendly, and you can listen to us on your phone or on a laptop or a tablet. We're available right there for you, RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. Of course, we're on Instagram, so subscribe and follow us there. And that will do it, my friends. Once again, this is Monday, November the 14th. This has been... Season 13, episode 16, Go Away. Uh, My name is Don Mega. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening and getting caught up to speed with the latest and greatest in entertainment news. And until next time, y'all, peace. Happy birthday, baby girl. Bye, Daddy. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!